the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Every morning is a new opportunity to take in the news of the day and the challenges of life and try to make sense of it all. Right now, we've got a show that tackles the topics and asks what you think. So get ready to start your day with a bold look at history as it happens. Let's learn, live, and sometimes laugh together. It's the Mark Davis Show on 660 AM, The Answer. All right, everybody, come on in. It is Thursday, January 25th. Where did January go? Man, this year is almost one twelfth over. <laughs> it's the only it's the only math I can handle this early in the morning. Welcome everybody. Hope you are well, and I hope it is a day filled with blessings. It will certainly be a day filled with topicality. What are the two enormous stories? One of them is baked into every day. That, of course, is the ongoing presidential campaign, and this is, I guess, sort of f- full day two of figuring out what to do with uh, with, with darling Nikki. <laughs> Sweet prince reference. What what to do with uh with ambassador governor candidate Haley. Um I want to talk to Mike here as I always do 7:35 and Mike it's kind of funny. Um, I heard Mike say like six times yesterday, I'm in a feisty mood. I I'm, I'm I'm in a feisty mood. And that's one adjective. I I think Mike is angry. And I feel it, too. Yeah, people, a lot of the coverage was, you know, Trump had a, a victory in New Hampshire, but all he did was rail and, and attack Nikki Haley. Well, duh, because she refuses to recognize the reality that her path is futile. She refuses to recognize what my dog knows, and that is that this race is over. I don't mean technically over as in the delegate count has been reached. I mean over as in a practical matter. This race is over in the way that a football game is over if it's 35 to 7 going into the fourth quarter, right? I mean, can some crazy miracle occur? Yeah. Likely to? Nope. In fact, I've seen more teams come back from 28 down in the fourth quarter than I have seen candidates come back from losing Iowa and New Hampshire with absolutely no appreciable base in the Republican Party. Have you seen, I mean, actual acts of journalism, some of them from CNN, uh, so credit where credit is due, finding voters say, um, who'd you vote for? Nikki Haley. Would you identify yourself as a Republican or a Democrat? I'm a Democrat. If it were Nikki Haley uh, and Joe Biden, who would you vote for? Biden. Ta-da! What more do you need? And so, God bless you, Hewitt. I love you. Switzerland was lobbying pretty heavily for, for Haley this morning. And in that, I mean... If if he argues, if anybody argues, if Nikki herself argues that she has a right to continue, she's right. That her she'd like to give her voters that that 
pie slice of republicanism that is more globalist, more elitist, more moderate, et cetera, that, that those people give those folks a voice in the coming states, blah, blah, blah. Sure, knock yourself out. You have the right to do that. But Hugh did say, I don't know what the downside is. What's the downside to her continuing? I'll tell you what the downside is. We are wasting time when we have a country to save. We are wasting time spinning our wheels, money is going into a a rat hole of of futility and pointlessness, and ain't nobody got time for that. We got to get going now against the, the shell that is Joe Biden or whomever the Democrat Party coughs up against us. So that time is now, and, and, you know, we just can't be I need a better verb. Messing around <laughs> uh, for for these valuable days where a lot of people are, for the first time, starting to pay attention. And here is the thing for the Trump fan, for, for the folks who are all in for him, he, here's, here's the tricky thing, okay? Trump's annoyance at Haley uh, on New Hampshire night was righteous and understandable. Being Trump. Every day that she sticks around, she she, he, she is taking up space rent-free in his head. And from, you know, I don't care about the, the stupid dress. You know, I, I, she should get out now, but I think her dress on New Hampshire night was actually quite lovely. <laughs> Here's what I mean. You know where I'm going. Every day is an opportunity for Trump to be Trump, which, which, you know, we all know it and that's all fine. We don't care. It's policies that matter. It's policies that matter. But right now we are at the, the beginning, the cusp, the threshold of where he's got to start attracting people to him. He is going to be the Republican nominee. The way he attracts people to him is by reminding everybody that your lives were better when I was president. And here are the ways in which I'm going to make your life better when I'm president again. Nikki Haley's continued presence in the race is an opportunity to bring out little moments of Trump at his worst. He is going to be ugly to her. He is going to throw sharp elbows at her. I don't care. You probably don't care. There are some voters who might care. And I, now, which brings me to something I'm going to talk uh, to Mike about because I've got the two people on my shoulders again. Maybe Mike will tell me, as he did yesterday, which which voice in my shoulder to sweep. <laughs> he said, drown that other voice. I don't remember what the, the dichotomy was yesterday. But today, here are the two voices in my head. You ready? One is sort of the Marjorie Taylor Greene, Mike Gallagher voice, and that is all those Republicans. I don't want to sign Mike up for that. But Marge did have this quote. If you're not on board for Trump right now, we're pretty well done with you. You're either, you know, lead, follow, or get out of the way, as Mike invoked in his show yesterday. Uh, So voice number one is, uh, if these people can't pull their heads out and get over themselves and get on board, screw them. Okay. (laughs) And I got to tell you, there's something energizing and satisfying to say about that. It brings clarity. The other voice, though, says, "Ah, ah, ah, eh, don't we kind of need these people? And it doesn't mean we have to beg them or coddle them or offer them foot rubs, but maybe there is a tactful way to go about uh, triangulating with the Haley voters. And again, there ain't many of them, but how many thousands of people do you need to lose Wisconsin, lose Pennsylvania, lose Michigan, lose Arizona? Uh, again, we return to the concept of doing anything that attracts people to you is good. Anything that drives people away may not be good. 
And and it's funny. So a lot of people say, but Mark uh, doesn't like uh, 80% of the stuff Trump does drive people away. Only if they hate him anyway. Only if they're never going to support him. I don't know how many Haley voters are um, reformable. <laughs> Pardon me. I think many are. Many, many more than we think. Because if you find me 100 Haley voters, by definition, they're probably not big Trump fans. But I pray to God that at the very least, they real, that there's some shred of republicanism, some shred of conservatism in there that makes them realize that another term of Biden uh, could, could be fatal to America as we know it. And then they could grudgingly be shown the way to clarity and realize that they have to vote for Trump. I, I speaking of praying for such clarity, let's pray for a couple of things, and then I'll tell you what the other huge story is. I think you know. If you don't, you soon will. Lord, guide us and protect us as we face the challenges of this new day. We thank you every day for this blessed nation and for your hand in creating it. Fill our hearts with the energy to protect the freedoms which come from you, which our nation was founded to protect. Let us navigate these troubling times with a positive spirit, treating others as we would want to be treated. Lord, these are times of trial and challenge. Lift us as we follow your word and work for a better America, where our Constitution is honored, our schools and public spaces are safe, our elections are reliable, our borders work, where we protect the unborn, and we fight for the meaning and the intent of the two genders you created, and where our differences are hashed out with honesty and goodwill, and our freedoms of speech and worship are protected. As we face each day's problems, give us the clarity to look around and cherish our many blessings in our nation, our great state of Texas, our communities and our families. If we follow you, Lord, we know we can get through anything, and we ask these things in your holy name. Amen. Speaking of our great state of Texas, I have never been prouder of my friend Greg Abbott. He's been governor for a, for a good while, not as long as Perry. Perry was governor for, I think, 30 years. <laughs> God bless Rick, too. Uh, and and, and I'm a supporter of Governor Abbott. Uh, love him. He's always been gracious to me. Fantas- I think he's in India or something now. I wrote his people said, hey, he should be on the show. It's like 8 and 9 o'clock at night in India. Oh, you know what the weird thing in D- Delhi? I think New Delhi. Is it all of India? Or, or Iran? Of course, I don't pay a lot of attention to what Iran does. They got one of those half time zone things going. Here, watch this. It is 7.18 a.m. as I say this, right? You ready for this? Alexa, what time is it in New Delhi? Good morning, Mark. In New Delhi, it's 6.47 p.m. Dude, 6.47? Who does that? What's what's the bottom of the, 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 the they are 11 and a half hours ahead of us? Ooh, I don't know what that's about. Anyway, though, focus, focus. There have been a couple of things. Uh, where I've, I've had some space between me and, and the good governor. There are some things where I have, not, not me singularly, where we have had to sort of drag him to clarity, like the gender stuff. But he's really great on the vast majority of things, and that's why he has easily won everything, every time he's won. But this, uh, listen, you, and you can talk about strong borders. Talk, everybody talks about strong borders. What are you willing to do about it? In Congress, you got to ask, what are you willing to do about it? By the way, Speaking of people I'm proud of and people I love, 25th District Texas Congressman Roger Williams will join us at 835 to talk about what Congress can do to help with exactly what I'm about to talk to you about right now. We touched on it some yesterday, uh, and that is the war being waged by the Biden White House against Texas. 
The border is open because of the Biden White House. The state of Texas has decided to protect itself against waves of immigrants and a willfully negligent administration. And so that's why you have Texas National Guard and some DPS and some Texas officials, people and people under the behest of Governor Abbott, going down there to do stuff that the country won't do. This is an embarrassment to Biden, and they want open borders. So they went all the way up to the Supreme Court, where the Supreme Court, thank you, John Roberts, and thank you, uh, Amy Coney Barrett, and by that I mean no thanks, sided with the left and said that the feds can cut the razor wire that the state of Texas has put up to try to prevent illegals from entering the state. Um, Governor Abbott is essentially saying, hold my beer. The razor wire continues. There's more of it today than there was yesterday. There's more of it yesterday than there was the day before. The Supreme Court has issued this ruling, and they are now apparently welcome to try to enforce it. I'm going to share something with you right here. Uh, this is from Governor Abbott. And, and again, you can you can talk the talk. This is walking the walk. This is the greatest thing Greg Abbott has ever done. He writes, The federal government has broken the compact between the United States and the states. The executive branch of the United States has a constitutional duty to enforce federal laws protecting states, including immigration laws, on the books right now. President Biden has refused to enforce these laws and has even violated them. The result is he has smashed records for illegal immigration. Despite having been put on notice in a series of letters, one of which I delivered to him by hand, President Biden has ignored Texas' demand that he perform his constitutional duties. He has violated his oath to faithfully execute immigration laws enacted by Congress. He has instructed his agencies to ignore federal statutes that mandate the detention of illegal immigrants. By wasting taxpayer dollars to tear open Texas border security infrastructure, Biden has enticed illegals away from the 28 legal entry points along this state's southern border. Under President Biden's lawless border policies, more than 6 million illegal immigrants have crossed our southern border in just three years. That's probably low. That is more than the population of 33 different states in this country. James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, and the other visionaries who wrote the U.S. Constitution foresaw that states should not be left to the mercy of a lawless president who does nothing to stop external threats like cartels smuggling millions of illegal immigrants across the border. That is why the framers included both Article 4, Section 4, which promises that the federal government, quote, shall protect each state against invasion, and Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which acknowledges, quote, the state's sovereign interest in protecting their borders. The failure of the Biden administration to fulfill the duties imposed by Article 4 has triggered Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which reserves to this state the right of self-defense. For these reasons, I have already declared an invasion under Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, to invoke Texas' constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. That authority is the supreme law of the land and supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. The Texas National Guard, the Texas Department of Public Safety, and other Texas personnel are acting on that authority as well as state law to secure the Texas border. Greg Abbott, governor of Texas. Did I say I have never been prouder of him? And I've been pretty proud of him (laughs) at various junctures. God bless Governor Abbott. 
the list of governors signing on to show support grows. Ron DeSantis in Florida. Brian Kemp in Georgia. Christy Nome in South Dakota and others. What a glorious moment this is. People are on notice of either favoring our nation having a border or not. Let all eyes open to which side is taken. I know Trump is busy. It would be a good thing if he showed some love to the governor and maybe expanded that running mate list, may I suggest. And maybe somebody on the campaign trail, maybe some reporter, if they're you know not busy you know giving her a, a, a foot rub, maybe somebody can ask her, do you stand with Greg Abbott? Because I sure do. And you should, too. It's 724. So sometimes when you have a musical birthday, there's like one song you're obviously going to do, and this is one of those days. This is not the uh, signature song. Something told me it was old. It is Etta James' birthday. So you know where we're eventually going. Born this day, 1938. Passed away back in 2012. But on our way to uh, to playing that song at last, <laughs> at last, at last, that'll we'll probably finish up with that. Here's Etta, and I would rather go blind. All righty. Uh, hey, uh, speaking of infirmity, uh, the Mark Davis Show presents a presidential moment. We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't. Mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. Just, uh, we can't beat that. Uh, all right, I have questions for Mike, and he always has answers. I have uh, newscast needs as well, and Nikki always answers those. So it's 7.30, newsroom first, and then a little M&M for a Thursday morning. Any excuse to roll out some vintage ELO and the great Jeff Lynn, but I think the reason will become clear with the title here. We're headed for a showdown, Mike. Headed for a showdown. Let me do the text. You know, go, go, go. You for it. Go ahead. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You said yesterday I was ang- I was kind of feisty and angry. Uh, today I'm shocked. I- I'm starting to get in a state of disbelief. Man. Why are these people in this state of delusion that think that Nikki Haley has a path, Mark. What, there's more to this. This is, And I hate to go down conspiracy theory paths here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, we talked a lot yesterday about a stunning conversation between Kerry Lake and the head of the Arizona GOP, where he, on tape, attempted to bribe her to stay out of the Senate race. Yep. There is deep, deep-pocketed donor money involved in all of this mark mm-hmm. and don't you i think the two stories are connected this mystifying charade that nikki haley needs to stay in and oh she's we just got to get started here what in the world there's no path for her at all they know it she knows it but there's a lot of money at stake and i think it has to do with the 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 rhino 
establishment donor class. Of course. And, who have always the, hated Trump and who have never had a taste for the bold, spicy, populist conservatism he brings. And so they want to keep her around so maybe she can damage him. Maybe he'll die. Maybe he'll get convicted of something, which will not happen before the convention. But they just want her to be a constant irritant to him because he is an irritant to them. And listen, he's, you know, I I heard what you said about going after her, but Mm. this is his strategy. What he does is he's got to pick off his opponents before he can lay all of his focus, all of his attention on the Democrats. He's done it brilliantly since 2016. He knows how to do it. Unfortunately, now she's in the way. So he's going to he's going to have to get his sharp elbows out. And I get it. I get what you're saying. I'd rather he I wish on the speech he was completely focused on Joe Biden and the Democrats. But he that's not Trump. He's got to get rid of his opponents. And she's now the last person standing. I just wonder why she's standing. Well, I think, it doesn't I think make, you're answering your own. It's kind of funny. You're asking that question. And yet we've answered it. You are. You're not really. I don't think you're really mystified. You know what's going on. This is the deep donor class. It is the globalists and the establishment and the rhinos and the centrists. And there's a lot of money. It's funny. Not a lot of voters. But a lot of money because that is the weak Casper Milk Toast donor class. They love her, and so they're going to keep her afloat. And please, can we stop with the annoying prattle of "Oh, she needs to be on the ticket with him," or "We need those oh, voters because we ticket. need to have suburban moms." So help me out. Two voices on my shoulder. One of them, you. You had this wonderful segment with Joey Hudson, who's done such great reporting from Iowa and New Hampshire. Does he get to come back to South Carolina and, and let the feeling? return to his fingers now. I hope he does. You had him on and played the Marjorie Taylor Greene clip where she essentially says, guys, it's Trump. And if you can't get on board with that, you're kind of dead to us. There's something energizing about that. But then the other voice says, can we find a way to triangulate and massage this a little bit so yeah, that, forget, we, so that those people Marjorie, don't... Because uh, so we, we're going to need him in November. Go but, ahead. What's but, your for, but forget Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's yeah. Trump himself. Oh, I, I know Trump that. yesterday <laughs> warned anyone who yeah. donates to Nikki Haley yeah. from this moment moment forth, yep. you will be barred from the MAGA camp for life. But but there is an interesting dynamic going on here. Uh, are you MAGA or aren't you? Do you put America first or don't you? Yeah. I, I mean, we're, I'm going on this cruise with Gorka in, uh, in June, and I'll bet you 95% of the people on the cruise are going to be MAGA, America first patriots. You think we're going to have a lot of and I want everybody to come. I don't care what your politics <laughs> this are. This is inclusive. But think, but think about it. Think about a Mike Gallagher, Seb Gorka event. Yep. You think we'll have a lot of <laughs> Nikki Haley supporters or, 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 or you know, people who are squishes or who are moderates? I, and I don't want to make anybody feel bad, but no, no the, this is the party now. It's Trump's party now. It's not Nikki Haley. Uh, but so I, I think there's some... There's some merit to what Trump's saying is, hey, get on board here. Now's the time to get on board. Knock it off and stop the delusion. Stop the fantasy of Nikki Haley. I mean, and it, and it, and it just, I, don't, I hate to take pot shots at my f- colleagues and friends. I'm reading in the New York Post and the Times and all this, and here's this Gail Collins column. Oh, Nikki, what happened? We need to we need to read poetry and we gotta stop Trump at any I mean it's it's goofy. It's like people are deranged and you shouldn't participate 
in a delusional lie like this. Yeah. I, I mean, people, you turn on the radio and you hear somebody say, well, you know, it's, it's, this is just getting underway. What? It's over. It's completely over. What are you talking about? Why would anybody entertain this? So I, I ask you, my friend, smartest guy I know, why are why is anybody entertaining the the delusion that this that this should play this is going to somehow play out that Nikki Haley has a path? I, I get it with the donors and I get it with the Cokes mm-hmm. and and Americans for Prosperity. I get all that. I, I there's a lot of money at stake. We get that part of it. But if you're a pundit, if you're a a, a a host, if you're a columnist, you can't you can't deceive your own audience this way. Oh, sure why you would can. they? You, you, but and, why? And again, and again, you know the answer because why? T- TDS, Trump derangement syndrome, is a mental illness. Trump hatred makes smart people stupid. It makes nice people mean. It makes funny people unfunny. And these very smart people, you know, uh, listen, over on, over on CNN, Van Jones, a dyed-in-the-wool liberal, he, he he has clarity. There's a great quote I'll play for him a little later on where he says, listen, yeah, the, whole Bi- the Biden thing is problematic. He is not inspiring. He, he is not going Van to energize Jones, a Van- lot of voters. So, Van Jones said they ought to keep him in the basement again. Yeah, ex- he exactly. shouldn't be on public. Hyden Biden, hashtag Hyden Biden, is exactly what they ought to do. There are Democrats who have more clarity than some Republicans do. And the bottom line is their Trump hatred or their Trump aversion or hesitancy or phobia, whatever you want to call it, runs so deep that they cannot be brought to the obviousness that he will be the standard bearer again. He will be the nominee again. And they are going to be hard pressed to be brought on board so that he can be president again. That's right. our that's our job. And in a way, let me run this by you. Let Trump be Trump. You and I can be the people who maybe after she's officially gone, which will either be a few days, a couple of weeks or after Super Tuesday, she will be gone. And then we can reach out to these folks and say, look, we had a battle. The voters have, have ruled. Now we all need to get together and beat Biden. I, I, I have to tell you, I sort of like the Trump warning. Get on board now. I, I really do. And, 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 you know, because first of all, none of these people are, are, have, have any credibility. How do you flip back and forth like this? How, do, how, do you, how are you never Trump? And how do you have Trump derangement syndrome? And then all of a sudden you're going to pretend to be on board? I don't I trust them. I, I don't trust them. I mean, I, I, the, uh, Clay Travis, you know, you got Buck and Clay, and they're great guys. I, I have nothing personally against them. I'm looking at Clay Travis yesterday. Oh, Nikki Haley would be a great vice presidential running mate to Donald Trump because he'll, same thing you just said a minute I, I ago, he'll, she'll bring in suburban moms and suburban women. Suburban women don't want to go near Nikki Haley with a 100-foot pole. Not the conservative ones. Exactly right. They're, and Clay, and I got nothing against Clay. Clay is cool. He's, he's smart in a lot of ways, and just he's God a sports bless sports guy, right? Exactly. Well, Clay and Buck kind of are, are, are the folks who the, the, the Rush Limbaugh broadcast operation Put in but there. Clay I was, is uh, outkick, right? Isn't he outkick yeah, sports or whatever? Yeah, but that, but right. But Clay and Buck uh, Sexton do that show now, and it's not that. Yeah, show. I know, no, I know. But, but anyway, so he's smart. I got a lot of good things to say about him. But he's new at this, and that analysis <laughs> is about a millimeter deep. It speaks to a history of if you're running for president, you go looking for a, a running mate who brings some things that maybe you don't have, or who broadens the appeal beyond you. That's why Tim Scott, for example, is a really good possible running mate choice for Trump. Nikki. Haley would be if she were not uh, in direct conflict with a whole lot of his values. That's why she's a terrible running mate pick. Well, I, I mean, it's we're, let's just see what happens and see how it plays out. We got a few days yet. I mean, maybe she'll come to her senses. 
happen, maybe Nikki Haley will do something really remarkable, and that's put the country ahead of her own personal peak and her and her donor not, class not not, not going to happen because she well, will tell if she you has ask, to. if you were, but no, well no she doesn't she can sit Don, there and Ron, wait. De, Ron DeSantis said he wasn't going to Mark I, 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 yes. a, a week before Ron DeSantis dropped out he okay. insisted he wouldn't drop out you all everyone that is truly something everyone does no one will ever say I might drop out in about a week if this doesn't happen right. but you, you you go you're a hundred percent until you're at zero percent God bless right. Ron for having the clarity to know that he has no path she ain't going to do that and she will tell you if you were to ask her right now. I am doing this for the country. It's to give the country a choice. Choice has been made, ma'am. Choice has, choice has been, been made. made. It's over. Yep. It's over. I got a text, incidentally, from Dallas, which is important because I do think people have a, a misunderstanding uh, about Trump being convicted. Um, here's this text. Maybe people assume that Trump will be convicted in, in one or more of his cases and ruled ineligible to hold office. Let me address that misconception real quick. Yeah, no. He can't be ruled ineligible. No. He's, he's absolutely still eligible. And in fact, I'll make this argument. If it's true that the indictments of Trump have been the jet fuel to propel his popularity right now. Yep. A conviction will be indictments on steroids. <laughs> of course it will. Putting him in, he'll be the Nelson Mandela of America. <laughs> yes. If put him in, put him, lock him up, put him, put him in jail, and he'll win in a landslide. Yeah. Convict him, he'll win it. And see, they don't get. No. Here's what the, but here's what the smart kids. First of all, they do understand. They do understand that he's not ineligible, even if he's right. convicted. Yeah, so you could you could run for president. For, Lyndon Larouche, I guess, ran. Some other uh, Eugene Debs ran for president from jail. You can do that. It's not. It's not a disqualifier. No. There's no way he will be. He can be ruled ineligible, yep. even if he's convicted of any of these bogus charges, Correct. these political witch hunt charges that they brought against him. But but here's what I think the smart kids don't understand, and this is where they're this is what their blind spot. They don't recognize how powerful a conviction would be for yes. him. It really it would be a, a magic bullet. Proof, it would be the proof secret positive weapon. Positive of the corruption and the poison. Listen, in exactly. our in our, so you know, two, like two ish minutes left. Please yeah. weigh in for them. I need the Mike Gallagher thought. I need the echo for because I'm in Texas. I'm steeped in it, but you're steeped in everything American. Please, can you join me in an appreciation of the, of what is now? It will forever be known as the Greg Abbott moment. And I don't know where it leads for him. It's all of a sudden he winds up on the Trump running mate list where I think he should be. Listen, that that's down the road. God bless Governor Abbott in 55 languages for saying to the federal government, "Screw you." You're the Supreme Court, blah, blah, blah. We have a right to defend ourselves. Here comes more razor wire, kids. I love it so much. Are you with me? Am I with you? I Listen, I've been listening to what you said today, and I can't say it any better than you have. Gre- Greg Abbott is heroic on this. And see, he's setting Biden up to be in a – this is a great oh, oh, it's, it's delicious. Isn't it it's delicious? Brilliant. Tell, tell everybody why it, this is just – this is go, – just go. go. Well, what's Biden going to do? Yeah. Federalize the National Guard? That's what, what's, that's what, what, is, what Beto – have you seen the Beto O'Rourke tweet? Yes, he said that, you know, literally. This is what Eisenhower did with Governor Orville Faubus. <laughs> like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. C- comparing the Bring comparing it. the tidal wave, uh, the surge of illegals to racial, uh, you know, segregation. Yeah, yep. nice try, Beto. Stay, 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 stay away. Go, go get a hot dog somewhere. Uh, stay. Let let the adults get in this one. I mean, it's it's absolutely brilliant what, what Greg Abbott is doing, and and America is cheering him on. Final point: Did you see the Los Angeles Times? 
had blew out a whole bunch of, of their writers. I did. One of the the, the fired um, writers was the one who called Larry Elder a white supremacist. Oh, the blackface of white supremacy? Well, no, there was another one then. There was a, there were two women that wrote, yeah, the one the blackface. And I don't like seeing anybody no, fired. My heart, I don't care my heart about breaks. Local journalism is I, important, and I, I we can all talk about major metropolitan dailies and how poisonous they are, and the L.A. Times is one of the most guilty. But the, this, this, but, this was But tough. local journalism has yeah. gone sour. Let me tell you what journalism looks like. Let's look at the, the Los Angeles Times. This is an actual article from March of 2023. Mm-hmm. I swear to you this is true. Yeah. Headline, how white drivers spew pollution breathed by people of color. Well, there we are. There's an article about white racist drivers making people of color sick with gas-guzzling vehicles. That's the Los Angeles Times. No. Are you really shocked that they're failing? There's a lesson. Are you there's, really? There's, the, the, Sports Illustrated have just got, got rid of 150-some people. Gee, I wonder Thank if this has you. anything to do with putting a dude on the front of the swimsuit edition. Thank you. I, I'm telling you, that the American people are finally saying enough yep. is enough. Go and right, I hate right. it for local journalists. I, I Listen, but it's ha- but hey, Dallas Morning News, are you paying attention? you got to listen. you got to understand this is not a winning formula to... to to proudly proclaim that Larry Elder is the black face of white supremacy and do an article on how white drivers are killing black people with their cars because of pollution, it ain't it, that ain't a winning formula for you, and you're going to have to lay off more people because nobody's going to read that drivel, dummies. This brings All to right. a close today's edition of the Right Wing <laughs> Chaos Agents. Do, 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 yeah, do, thank do, you. Do, Any do, day do, of the week, I'm ready. It, I'm feisty and I'm fired up so and mystified. <laughs> but we'll, but we will try to set everybody straight. Have a that great one. That he will. You Thank you, Mike. Happy Thursday. And it gets happier as soon as Mike begins his program. As soon as we're done, 10 o'clock, right here on 660 AM, The Answer. The winter of 1948. Now is the hour. When we must say goodbye. Well, there's that. But for me, now is the hour when it's time to realize this race is over and it's time to unite against Biden. Now is the hour for everybody around this great country, a country that deserves borders, to recognize who believes in borders and who does not, which governors do and which governors do not, which party does and which party does not. Now is the hour. This hour is done. One down, two to go. So let's hop into the 8 o'clock news and then cruise forth. Let's take a look at some of the coverage of Abbott versus the Biden White House, some of the presidential race coverage and the Nikki factor and what do we even do with her. And what do you want to do on a wide variety of issues? Some things to look at that I haven't even brought up yet. 866-660-5759. That is how you join us on the phones. That is how you join us on the aforementioned Patriot Mobile text line 866-660-5759. Mark Davis, stick around. Much more to come. Birds cuddle down in their Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.